Every Saturday is Catterday on Echoplex Media, and not only are we posting fucking cats, we invite all content creators to join our open panel. Visit echoplexmedia.com slash panel to learn how to join. Every third Saturday is Operation Catterday, where we cover this week and last year and play the best clips from the cast of conspiracy characters that Now Space has learned to loathe. The show starts at 8 p.m. Pacific at twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Find our full schedule at echoplexmedia.com. At some point, we are going to have to do a whole show about how good this show sounds. Could everyone casually shut the fuck up? Uh, not appropriate. California.
Ladies and gentlemen, music lovers of all sorts, welcome to Local Love. It is Tuesday night. It is past nine o'clock and you are here with us on echoplexmedia.com. Unless you're really cool, then you're on our Twitch stream. And if you're just listening to the podcast, that's cool too. But, you know, start keeping your Tuesday nights open and tune in live. You can interact with the show. You could try to call us, but we probably won't answer. You can definitely get into the chat room. That's one of the benefits of Twitch. Uh, if you're a super OG, you could get down with Discord. Um, or just, you know what? No matter what you do, just tell your friends about the show. Especially your friends that make music. That's how we got our guests here tonight. Tonight, we've got the, well, we've got two of the members of Drawing Heaven. How you guys doing? It's good to see you. I appreciate you guys making the trip in. Oops. Shit. All right, I'm going to play a song because I'm already having a brain issue. But this is Paper Tiger. It's by our special guest. And by the time that we come back, I will have the mics working.
right, that was Paper Tiger by our in-studio guest, Drawing Heaven, and now their microphones hey. work. What's hey. up, guys? How you doing? Here we What's are. happening? What's up, man? <laughs> All Thanks right. Thanks for having us. Thank you for coming. Thank you especially for sending in music. Uh, that's that's how this whole show works, really. <laughs> it's how we don't get sued. It's how we can play everybody's music on a podcast. So, you know, we appreciate getting the music directly from the artist. It's 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 huge and it's greatly appreciated. Plus, you guys clearly put a lot of work into your music because it sounds fucking great. So, Thank you. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah. But let's go ahead and start. Introduce yourselves. Uh, I'm Casey. I'm the singer for Drawing Heaven. My name's Dan DeLay, and I play guitar. Rockin'. So, to my understanding, you guys started out as an instrumental band uh, up until Casey joined the group, correct? Correct. Awesome. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a little trip down memory lane. Give me the history lesson on Drawing Heaven. All right. So, the drummer and I, well, there's an odd circle of very incestuous band member oh. friendships and such yeah, yeah buckle uh, in, folks yes uh let's see here the drummer and i started talking wanted to put together something that was specifically instrumental um and did that had a couple other uh had a bass player and a guitar player and did some songs did some things and then casey started hanging out uh i don't know like a year before he joined would just like come over to jams, hang out, drink beers, and, uh, you know, started getting on the mic, nice. as they say, <laughs> and uh, it just felt good, felt right. Uh, our drummer, Demos has been in multiple band situations with Casey. Um, we've all known each other for a ridiculous amount of time, um, and so it just, it just gelled, you know, it started like just hanging out. Yeah, I mean, Casey, and then the, we just went for the it. first couple of times that I went and jammed with them, it really was just for jamming sake. Um, I wasn't doing uh, like a full-time band at the time and wasn't really looking to do it mm -hmm. um, right at that time. And they were um, they were doing their instrumental thing for quite a while. So um, he downplayed it a little bit when they were saying <laughs> that, but they were they were doing their instrumental thing for yeah. quite a while. Um, it was cool. I used to go to drawing heaven shows and like watch them. I know them. So it's, you know, um, I was going to see buddies and do that sort of stuff too, but I genuinely liked the band as the instrumental band too. That's great. Um, and it did work out good cause it wasn't like, I wasn't necessarily, you know, haunting them to try to get it mm -hmm. and they weren't necessarily looking for it. You but, weren't being, you weren't being thirsty. And, and they were necessarily... maybe a little bit, but I was trying to be <laughs> subtle about it. Okay. <laughs> no, but it just, it worked out. It worked out good. Cause uh, like I said, we, we did just kind of say, you want to just jam, mm -hmm. you know, no pressure. I'm not trying to look for a band. You're not looking for a singer. We did it. It was cool. We did that a few times and it was more just, you know, to it just do felt it. right. So um, in a situation like that, like, and you're just kind of joining in with an instrumental band. Like, I mean, are you just kind of freestyling lyrics at that point? Or are you just more like singing tones? Or like, how does something like that work out? Um, I, I The melody does definitely usually come first. Okay. And then there will be like a sparse uh, lyrical content. Usually yeah. like a line or two will kind of jump out at me. Okay. And then the sound comes together. And then I kind of like whittle it away to get to the lyrics. And then I really... 
I never commit to it until we're like in the studio. I see. So it could be as like, if we didn't record it for two years, I have at least two years to keep messing with the song. Nobody knows. <laughs> well, and then with, uh, with like just the writing of the lyrics and stuff like that, is that more of a group effort? Is that like something that you do? Like, no, like, no way. They don't even no. know. They don't listen. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, Oh yeah. Good job, bud. No. Um, no, that's, that's pretty much me. Um, on that one, but the thing that's kind of cool and the reason why it was really easy for me to slip into it is that I get inspired by the music. Okay. Um, I usually, I may have something on my mind that I know I want to put into a song, Okay. but I don't ever come in like, Hey guys, I got this cool song I'm working <laughs> on. It's called this, you know, it's, it's never, ever that it's, they start doing their thing and their thing inspires me. And then a lot of the times it's really cool because it's usually really quick on as far as like if they're if they're doing something that they're feeling good about, it makes it real easy for me to just jump into it. Um, you know, some faster than others, obviously, but well and then uh in that case like so you guys Dan had plenty of material like before he came along. Was there any songs that maybe got like resurrected, so to speak, like once you had a singer? No, they were already all there. Uh-huh. And it was, all right, this is what we've got, meld into it. Okay. Um, the songs didn't really change for like the first batch of songs. All right. Uh, and then they changed dramatically when vocals got put over them, but like the structures were already there. That's Just cool. The vocals and the melodies, the, the words, the melodies, that kind of thing all yeah, there was got a, dropped It wasn't on to top. say like a resurrected because they were doing all of the songs mm -hmm. and then really honestly when i first joined up with them i was kind of like um i was kind of like acutely aware of the fact that they were an instrumental band for yeah. such an amount of time and they were known for that and they played a bunch of shows with instrumental bands mm -hmm. like the first bunch of shows that i played with them it was i'm the only guy doing vocals for the whole entire we still night get of people the whole like thing. Oh, you got a singer now? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so, bro. He's been in a little you bit know, now. <laughs> there, I was definitely like aware that there was going to be a certain group of people that listen to it that kind of go like, oh, oh, it's weird. They got a singer now. Like, oh, you know what I mean? So, I mean, um, no matter what change a band makes, sure. like, the fans yeah. are always going to feel some type of way about it, whether it's positive or negative. Like, so there's always going to be somebody that's going to ha have some type of feeling totally. about change no, no matter what i agree and then so you know exactly um on that i didn't want to um get in the way too much yeah because the songs were built and they they were built without the intention of vocals and i was able to put vocals to it but i didn't want to just mishmash a bunch of stuff over a part of the song that like i would go like oh that's i part i like i don't want to yeah. not hear that you know what i mean um so i try to kind of give them room to do it but then as we started uh writing songs and being together in the same room and stuff they kind of shifted like privilege was really like the first song that branches away yeah. from their older stuff awesome actually i think that's one of the first songs that you guys ever sent us probably that's, yeah. our, that that's was, our hit bro yeah yeah that was uh, <laughs> that was uh yeah that was actually one of the first songs that you had sent to us uh a while back i think that was might have been like pre-pandemic oh, oh for, for sure. sure yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no dude that was in before the, the time. That was way in the before time 
Well, I'm going to go ahead and play that for our listeners. Right on. And while you are listening to that song, listener, uh, make sure that you go onto your social medias and you give them a follow. Oh, look, Liz is there. Hi, Liz. Oh, that's my wife. Where can uh, where can they find you on socials? Uh, Drawing Heaven Music on Instagram and Facebook. DrawingHeavenMusic.com um, You can actually watch the music video for Privilege, the song coming up on YouTube. Um, Drawing or Heaven. you can see it on their website. Yeah, all that stuff. Alright, so listen to the song while you get a new band to follow. This is Privilege by our in-studio guest, Drawing Heaven. Stay tuned. <laughs> Life is a life 
privileged by our in-studio guest tonight, Drawing Heaven. We got Dan, we got Casey. Those are like two of the, is it four or five members? There's four. four. All right. We've got half the band right here in your ear. Hello. So that music video is actually pretty good. With, oh. the, uh, with the music video, like how did that come together? Um, so like that's one of the examples um, that I was kind of referring to before where um, I knew that there was stuff in my mind that I wanted to get out into mm-hmm. a song form. Yeah. Um, but then went and jammed with these guys and this was like one where they went, Hey, we, we've been working on a new one since the last time that I had jammed with them. And, uh, as soon as they started getting into it, I mean, it was like almost instantaneous, like, Oh, that's it. Got, okay. Got this part and went with it. Um, so that was one of those kind of situations where, um, I was pretty frustrated, uh, with a lot of the goings on, you mm-hmm. know, just whatever the country and all the things that, uh, we've been dealing with and this is all pre pandemic. Yeah. So, um, you know, way, way back, um, in the before time in, in the long, in long the before ago. time, <laughs> um, yeah. So that was one where I, I kind of knew that I had some stuff that, you know, I wanted to get out. Um, a lot of the lyrical stuff is kind of, that's my version of therapy. So I, I get, get out my, my demons through that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, it was, it was just kind of a weird thing where the song started kind of manifesting and it, it wasn't even necessarily intentional right out the gate, but as the word started forming, it was kind of clear that it was kind of framing the, what the video was going to end up being. For sure. Um, the funny thing actually is the original concept for that video before it kind of fully came together, we were planning it for a different song and we finished doing privilege we had done another song first and we were ready to put that song out but then we had gotten in the studio and finished privilege and when we were done with it we were all kind of like that's probably the one right like we should we should probably leave with that one because that we all went like ooh. um so we shifted gears and changed a, a bunch of the things about the video and kind of focused it in to to fit the lyrics for that one more for sure um but i think it worked out that's awesome and Dan, you uh, you told me while the song was playing that around the time that you guys got a singer, there had actually uh, before you guys got a singer, there had actually been a bit of a shift in the band. Uh, so you want to go ahead and tell us about that a little? So originally we were instrumental, and then there was a split in the band, and the other guys went and formed uh, an instrumental band. Um. That was fantastic, mm-hmm. and we didn't really want to. I was still with the drummer, and Casey was coming on board, and didn't really want to stay in the same vein that they were already in. Um, and so, picking up a vocalist, kind of, we've become a bit more rock and roll mm-hmm. um, because a, zing- a singer will lend that to you. I get you. Um, so so there, there was also, though, not sorry to interrupt on Dan, but there was a little bit of time. So they were a four piece instrumental for a a good chunk of time. Then there was 
this the split when they went divergent paths they gained another bass player um and then they were a three-piece instrumental for a significantly shorter amount of time i see um but i think that's probably how i got called back in that other time is that when they were that three-piece two of those guys are people that i've been in bands with for like 20 years that's so awesome. it was one of those <laughs> they were probably like eh, just... <laughs> <laughs> hey just come on over you know? you're always around just come over it's crazy how incestuous bay area bands are it is it's hilarious i have this uh there's a joke that i made on on like a long time ago episode about how we should make bandcestry like you know there's that ancestry site but it just It'd be like, it'd be like, it's just everybody, like, like just, you, like you just see circle. like this crazy <laughs> tree of all the different musicians that are kind of like playing in, in multiple bands all at the same time and have all these different projects. It would, I can imagine it, but I have no way how to bring that into fruition. So <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. I mean, you, you definitely, the, it's not to say that it's a small pool, but I mean, <laughs> we definitely seem to get around inside it. Um, so you guys are both like San Jose natives, correct? Uh, what other bands were you maybe a part of before, before this project came about? Go for it, buddy. Um, so I was in a band named called to ruin and that was with Demos, who is our current drummer cool. and trance, who was the second bass player, the guy that I was just referring to. Um, then also with those same fellas and a bunch of other guys was in a group called All City Elite. Then that was kind of like a experimental hip hop fusion, like sort of like gorillas esque cool. thing. Um, a lot of guest stars and different things on that album. Nice. Um, and then random stuff until I found fell in with DH. That's great. Well, uh, if you had to choose another song for us to play up next, uh, Dan, I'll let you go ahead and take next pick. What would be the next song that you want to show to our audience tonight? Oh, I'm going to say Deluxe because uh, we don't play it a whole lot often I, know, I haven't now. even heard this song in a yeah, long time. Yeah, it's been time. a while. Right on. Well, then you guys are in for Deluxe Experience. This is Deluxe by Drawing Heaven. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
That was deluxe by our in-studio guest, Yay. Drawing Heaven. And, uh, dude, that one was hard. That was, Thank you. <laughs> that was hard. So you mentioned uh, that you actually had uh, an additional uh, member for this song? Or, or right, you had, so, you, yeah, that one, uh, we had our friend Dom, who came in, Dominic, um, came and did the keys on that song. That's cool. So he was in a band called Aces with also, Casey. Yep. And Again, Demos, back, back to the incestuous and then, and relationship. <laughs> we played a gig. I don't even remember where it was, but Dominic rode with us and rolled back to our rehearsal studio. And there used to be, it might still be there, but in the front lobby room, there's a, um, a big old style organ. Okay. Like 60s pedals and, and everything kind of organ. Nice. And uh, I think we were just playing this while loading in. I don't know. Something happened and he just started, he sat down, turned the thing on and just like, Blam! Just went after it, and it was like, "Oh, wow. dude, that's brilliant! Like, that's <laughs> really cool, man." We're actually working on so that. So we uh, came back and threw up some mics and and on that on that organ, and just was like, All "Oh, right, so you guys use that part. specific organ?" Yeah, 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 yeah. dude, that's sure. cool. It was fun. It was cool. We don't normally do the. Uh, there's a new track coming probably by the end of the year. That's got some keyboards on the back half of it, kind of like this. But normally we don't employ any keyboard i see although maybe we yeah should. i mean as somebody who plays keyboards sometimes myself they're all assholes so <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm not that big of an asshole um so we heard about some of casey's band history what about you man yeah talk about the good ones now uh san jose bands i was in a band called mercury sound um with a couple of guys mark and pete from zed okay. um and that's where i met Casey and Demos, they were doing Call to Ruin. Um, we were like in the same studios and stuff, hanging out. We played shows together for sure. Sweet. Um, so all the way back to then, which is like early two thousands, we knew each other from there. Um, what else have I been in? Uh, there's a band called Clank um, that originally started on the East Coast, and then they eventually, after a long period of time, um, moved out here. Um, and two of those guys are still doing their still thing. Still doing it. Go check out Clank for yeah. sure. Go check out Clank. It's like I'm. I I got locked up. I'm in the Clink, like C L I N K or K L A N K. All right. Uh, it's industrial. If you like like Nine Inch Nails, old White Zombie, that oh, yeah. kind of thing. It's it's right up right up that alley. I was Great like my band. bread and butter as a kid. Um, so that Mercury Sound. Uh, I was in a band called Dress the Dead okay. from uh, its basic inception. Um, with Craig LaCicero and that was, I was in that band for three, four years, something like that. Um, gentleman named Peter Dalving first started singing for us and then later, uh, a lady named Kayla Dixon. Um, they're very active all over the Bay right now. Um, they just got back from Dynamo Fest. So check out Dress the Dead. Um, Mikey from Insolence now is the guitar oh, wow. player. He took over my spot. So a lot of love there. Um, but I just needed to be home. <laughs> I have five kids and a wife and work and all that kind of stuff. So you got the labor of love, but those guys are out there doing it and, and, and making a run for it. And I, I wasn't going to be helpful with that. <laughs> well yeah. then, uh, so you had mentioned in the before times, you guys were playing, uh, some, some shows. Uh, what were some of your favorite venues to play? Like before all the, you know, all the crap happened. Well, um, I would say as far as with drawing heaven, um, one thing that was really cool, um, the cornerstone in Berkeley. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Oh, nice. um, I'd never been, 
I was not aware of the place at all. And, um, totally clueless when I went there and we walk into the place and, um, you know, it's got like a restaurant kind of set up and there's like a little kind of drum riser mm-hmm. in the thing. And I'm like, okay, you know, like that's where Demos is going to set up and we're going to be here. They're probably going to clear these tables or something like that. And then Demos is like, no dude, w- walk right through the doors right over here and walked in and it was like the most legit stage. Most, it was like super cool. So that one to me was like a extremely cool in pleasant. And they've had, they've had like a lot of like big names come through that stage, dude. I mean, yeah, it was one of those things where it was like, I think that was maybe my third show with John Heaven. We caught that shit on accident. Yeah, (laughs) it was cool. And that was one of those shows where it was all instrumental. Uh And then I only even had three songs that I had written to yet. So I'm just like, Hey guys, (laughs) I'm just pop up here for a minute. That's cool. (laughs) That one was really cool. Um, always the caravan caravan's always like, a good time caravan's like home that that's was... one of those spots where like we're always gonna have a good time when we play that show um it's just like it's just feels natural you know yeah. it's like slipping on like your old pair of shoes you get <laughs> up in there and just handle it um the ritz we just played the ritz and that for like home for like a home place that place is like very fun to play very oh, yeah. cool Plus, I feel like that's as far as San Jose venues go. Like, that's the most venueish venue. Yeah, no, for that real. San Jose I mean, has. for sure. For like a for for a band. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's plenty of places that have really cool setups, but they're not really functioning for live band. Not like, not real raw yeah. like kind of local band. If you're in there like doing your flamenco guitar or jazz or something, then they they'll definitely hold you there. But that's yeah. you know not what we do. No, I've I've uh, I've I've gotten to play there one time with dirtbag dan and it was kind of cool because they're they're dirtbag. they're mostly a, they're mostly a rock venue and and a lot of the people that were working there like were just kind of giving us a little bit of shit being like you know usually we don't have hip-hop playing here <laughs> usually like i was getting i got it from like three different people usually we don't have djs set up here i'm just like oh, okay cool <laughs> like th- okay. this crowd's here to see yeah we're gonna do see it. dan we'll so do it. sorry <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But so that that show though uh, that you guys did at the Ritz was earlier this month, right? Yeah, it's like um, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, yeah, something like that. It's yeah. all a blur. It's hard to like count time anymore. Oh, yeah. Time is um, that's but, in the after time. We yeah. can't keep track of real time anymore. <laughs> we gave up the before on all time. That. We knew the after time, um, not so but much. yeah, just a few weeks ago, um, played with a, a Lincoln Park tribute band called In the End. Um, pretty cool they definitely did their thing mm-hmm. we were like really stoked to be able to play with our homeboys um in el wapo mm-hmm. um go check out el wapo always el wapo please um but those are like our road dogs so when we found out that yo do you guys know el wapo i've seen them but they have not sent in their music so if you want to pass the word hey. along hey get on it dog. guys it. yeah Come on what now. the fuck go to echoplexmedia.com um, slash radio Everything yeah, don't worry, they'll, uh, yeah, Pimpy the Dolphin is the Sea Dolphin Pimpy down knows. with you for sure. Pimpy knows. Um, so yeah, no, that was cool. And that was like, uh, we were going to have a good time no matter what. But yeah. once we found out that our boys were there, then we were like, uh-oh, it's, well, uh, let's do it. To that note, like uh, as far as, as far as like other bands that you guys maybe prefer to play with, or if you, if you're like setting up a show or if you're, you know, planning a show or anything like that, uh, 
Is there any bands you like to work with specifically, or are you just kind of yo? We'll down play with them? anybody. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, realistically, we'll we'll play a show, and you know, yeah, we're pretty we're pretty easy to get along with. Yeah. I mean, generally speaking, we try to like have a good time. We're yeah, I mean, no, <laughs> we're, we're putting our best foot forward right now. O- only you know only I mean? about that much of um, me. <laughs> no, but it's like we're there to have a good time. You That's know what cool. I mean? So we're trying to. I don't know. I don't feel like we have like a big kind of rock star mentality about the stuff. We want to go and just do what we do. Just want to do what you um, love. So then, you know, um, generally speaking, we kind of form positive relationships with most people who want to have <laughs> engagement. You know what I mean? That's perfect. Um, but you know, of course we've got, we got people that we like. Um, but that's, uh, we're we're really we're ready to go we're ready to go with anyone for the most part that's great um now as far you mentioned like some of the venues you have played is there any like bucket list venues or any just dream main stage catalyst Mm -hmm. oh all right i like that okay i'm with it um yeah man. great american music hall i played there once with dressed the dead i'd love to play there with this band but that's a big room man that's it is that the that's a big room. Yeah. I mean, it is kind of that thing. It's like he, he named a bunch of the same ones that I would. And I think generally speaking that it's like, we're, we're Bay area music heads. So it's kind of that thing of any time that we can play a place where we have paid money to get into that place and watch bands that we like, we get those opportunities. You know what I mean? It seems like, um, we played bottom of the hill and it was like, Love to me walking in through like oh i'm walking in this door hell yeah, yeah. and like stand oh i get to stand, yeah. oh, i'm standing in this part oh, yeah. where you know i'm like i've been here so many times where i stood in line going down this block waiting to get in this door and but like being on the other end of yeah, it all you is- know so i mean it's that same kind of thing where like we've we've been afforded a number of those kind of opportunities where you know that's of course any of those big ones i want to play a short line i don't play oh warfield i'll play them all dude that would be all super cool to me but it is that thing of just basically any of those spots where i've you know i I bought my ticket and i paid i stood in line to get in (laughs) yeah getting to play those spots is like really exciting well how about have you guys ever well when it comes to shows do you guys usually get all the bookings done yourself or do people reach out to you and like, hey, we want you on this lineup or before time or after time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, we're we're really kind of just back to it. I see. Um, we had a a good run, mm-hmm. and we were kind of starting to make some momentum right before the pandemic. I see. And we luckily, um, we definitely kind of kept our distance, sort of at first, while keeping in close contact with each other, but yeah. kind of going like, we, w- we really want to get back to practice, but I know, you know, we can't right now and mm-hmm. we got to kind of chill. And we started trying to like, okay, we'll do it this once. And we're all going to, we'll do it out in the lobby and we'll be 12 yeah. feet away from everybody. Um, so we were lucky in the sense that we, we got to keep it going. Cool. But the reality of like doing shows was dead. So we just tried to write and get together when we could and yeah. do that sort of thing. And, uh, so when we were like flying free without a care in the world, Dan had a tendency to be taking the lead on booking stuff. That's cool. Um, and through a bunch of those um, bands that he had been in and being in the scene for as many years, it was like there was 
easier contact. He was kind of making that stuff happen in this era of stuff. Like it's been a, a lot of actually people trying to get us to play shows and we can't for yeah. one reason or another, or we're like, we're just, we're in the studio. We're trying to get this <laughs> album done or it's this or that. So it's, it's a little weird different now, but now it's like one where we did it cause we wanted to come back and another one where we got asked to do it. And so just kind of doing it. That's cool. Well, how about in like the before times, was there ever maybe, I, I love asking bands this, but was there ever maybe uh, an event that you can remember where you got put on the lineup, but you're once you got there, you're like, what, why did they, why did they ask us? Like, have, have you ever been on, on a, on a bill that's just almost completely like they just threw darts at a board and like this band, that band, this band, and it just all was. Yeah, it happens. Uh, I think we have a, a part of you know there's a at least a part of a song that'll work in more of a metal show mm -hmm. there's definitely stuff where we're much more chill that works in you know more chill band aspects so we do kind of cover a broad range i, I, I can hear that in like a like lot a, of your library really. i do think that we we've commented a lot of times on that we have a tendency to be the odd duck on the mm -hmm. on the you know lineup yeah um which has a tendency to work to our benefit a lot of times um but it you know uh, a lot of times we're getting on shows that we're not drawing the people to this show we're playing outside of our sphere we're just showing up and you know it's the thing is we're the band that has a vocalist with a bunch of instrumentals or we're the there's like two other hardcore bands and us <laughs> and we're like hey um so you know we're different but um does it usually work out all right though it seems like, like one we, of those sort of it seems like we hook them that's cool like, they're not there for us but we yeah. get them anyway yeah it's um, like it's, i haven't had a bottle thrown at me ever so hey, i think i think that, we're okay that's, a, that's a very good sign <laughs> and only one person has only cut our set short and that was keith mm -hmm. wait is that the guy from agenda no keith's from like every band in san jose <laughs> <laughs> like like i'm not even playing Wait, Keith, like Brinkley? Keith yeah, Brinkley. exactly. The bass player? Yes. Oh, shit. Keith, you know Keith. <laughs> yes. Everybody, Everybody knows, knows Keith. Keith. <laughs> if you opened up your tree, if you did your ancestry tree, Keith yeah. would be in every <laughs> single yeah, Keith's in every He would be on every branch. branch. <laughs> Man, I used he to would be at the top and the bottom. I used to work with that guy at Johnny V's way back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then like, my, my weed hook at the time, like the grower that I was working with, who was like out in Santa Cruz, told him I was working at Johnny V's. And he's like, oh, you know, Keith, me and him were in a band when we were teenagers. Of course. Like, <laughs> every single musician you meet will say that. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, everybody knows that guy. <laughs> well, His hey, reach Casey. is far and wide. <laughs> he does. He's got a, he's got a broad reach. Uh, Casey, I'm going to let you pick the next song. What okay. do you want to, what do you want uh, the people to hear? Why don't we listen to The Balance? Balance it is. This is The Balance with Drawing Heaven. If you haven't followed oh. them yet, do it during this song. You have... You have enough time to do it. Just do it. Thank you. 
as the balance by drawing heaven who is here with us right now tonight in the studio if you're tuning in live on twitch we love you you're a real one share the stream uh and if you're listening to the podcast find that little button somewhere there's a button you can look for it on your screen and you can hit that button and you can just text this podcast to anybody you want to anybody just do it i fucking dare you yeah i, I dare you you don't, don't want to scared yeah don't back out on a dare don't don't suck um now casey yes. i've known you now for years like indirectly just because you work at a local business in my neighborhood and so i've been like talking to you for years You're so hot right you're now. a very soft-spoken dude but you've got some motherfucking pipes bro <laughs> like yeah dude i don't just give it away yeah you know? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> dude like yeah, I save it for when it counts. Yeah, I, I get that, man. That's great. I just gotta say, yeah, that was you got some you got some great got some great vocals there, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So as far as upcoming shows, you guys got anything going on? Um, we don't have no. anything booked just at this time. We're kinda we're open for business as far as it, you know, hearing what's up. But <laughs> um we have weddings. We have a lot of stuff. Um yeah, like our bass players um, getting married and having uh, several things going on. Um, so we don't have anything set booked, and also we're trying to finish our our EP. So we've got a you know a couple of songs that are in varying states of doneness, and we're just trying to square those other two, which is kind of like the top priority. And once those are done, then we would probably be getting more on the hunt of like, now what are we doing? Where right now we're kind of like, we're fielding, I get you. <laughs> we're fielding requests as they come in and seeing if we can do it or not. So as far as the recording process goes, do you guys do that all in house or do 100%. you have like somebody that you work with? Or? Yeah, no, it's DIY. DIY for life, homie. Yeah. It's, it's Dan it yourself. Nice. We're doing no. it 100% in house. Um, we, we basically did all the songs that you're hearing tonight mm -hmm. is, you know, for the most part, all us too. Cool. Um, I like on your Facebook, you guys have like some, like some, some footage, like some behind the scenes footage almost yeah, if you will. Um, so like, honestly, that's one of the little secret weapons that mm -hmm. we have is that Dan is like a fucking rain man. Like Mad kind scientist. of, 246, yeah, no, he's definitely, definitely he understands the the back end stuff like mm -hmm. really well um and it um so we we did still do it diy on this album these ones that you're listening to right now mm -hmm. and then we did have some help um from our friend pat who did some help with the mix and stuff like that um this time before the recording ever happened Dan already knew he had like dreams of a standard of kind of mic setup that he wanted to do. I was making the joke for the whole time of pandemic, he was like tweaking stuff. Mm. So I was like, it's like the Winchester mystery tone that he was just <laughs> working forever to try to find this perfect place where this mic goes here and these things go here. <laughs> but then like, you know, We've, we're still maybe halfway through recording this thing right now, um, but it's like, it's coming out really good. It's coming out super good. So um, would you say that like, cause, cause I hear from a lot of bands that like over the course of the pandemic, it kind of almost forced them to get their shit into gear and 
figure out how to maybe like step outside of their comfort zone, do a few things on their own. Like, were you already good at well at doing the home recording thing and and all that, or or was this kind of a, a newer thing that you decided? All right, I'm gonna figure out how to fucking do that. I've had the the bug for a long time. Uh, the, the stuff that you're hearing tonight, um, I recorded, and then my friend Pat mixed it. Uh, cool. Pat's from Clank. He does. He's like a guru of all things recording. Nice. Um, and I've been in a band with him for a long time, so I've learned a lot specifically from him. Um, and through this last album, it was like, okay, these are all the things I don't want to repeat. Mm-hmm. So how do I fix that? Um, and almost like learning from past mistakes to make the new shit. Yeah, yeah for sure. the 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 best part about the pandemic um, was I got paid a lot of fucking money. I'm not gonna lie to you. I got paid a lot of fucking money, <laughs> and uh, instead of buying a car mm-hmm. or you know saving it, <coughs> the fuck am I gonna want to save it? Uh, I invested in a significant amount of gear, um, and I have a really bad microphone addiction. Oh, uh, you and, and Dave are going to get along so, so fucking yeah. good, dude. <laughs> uh, so I just invested Dave's a ton into like, how do I, I make, how do I step up the mm-hmm. band's sound to be more like it comes across live? Yeah. Um, or, or at least that volume and push. Uh, how do I get that to happen with with the next thing that comes out? Uh, right. And I think we're pretty much there. But I've spent a lot of the pandemic because we couldn't play out live, um, boring everybody to death with. All right, I'm gonna move this mic another six inches <laughs> and now play the song again. Oh, that was good. Now we're gonna move this mic another seven and you know just driving them fucking crazy yeah which Um, you know what was cool though is while it it was like this is we're talking like years so yeah a little crazy um but (laughs) but the thing that was cool about it is that you know like first of all for me i'm like i'm a total dummy when it comes to this sort of stuff and i just like listen to what he says yeah and he keeps saying it so now more stuff like sinks in over time because at first he was just like beep boop pop boop boop saying mm-hmm. like just crazy stuff <laughs> but um it's he like uh, me, bro. No, i think fuck? like all of us in the band are like kind of understanding like what he's doing a little bit more as we're seeing it happen um but the thing that was cool is that even though it was this constant kind of tweak and doing these things we'd we'd get a recording done and we'd go like wow that sounds that sounds great and then he would take it home and then come back and be like, eh, let's try it again. And that might come across as frustrating, but then he would record it again and you'd hear it and you'd go like, okay, well, you're that's, right. It's better. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's clearly, it's clearly better. So it's one of those things of, it's like, you know, if we were gigging that whole entire time, he definitely wouldn't have had time to goon out on all of that sort of stuff. Totally. Um, and I mean, even the difference with, this new recording we're doing versus the stuff that we're listening to tonight um just on my part of it is i was not recording with dan's equipment dan was present Mm -hmm. and he was you know shepherding the stuff through while it was recording but like on this recording that we're doing right now i'm doing a microphone that he literally like built it and made it Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so it's 
two specifications that are exactly what we wanted them to be. So it's, uh, it was good. It was like, he gave all of us the best, like palette gave us all the best tools to work with. And then it was just up to us to get it right. That's awesome, man. Well, one of my favorite questions to ask every artist that comes through the studio is I, and I already have an idea what he's going to tell me, but, but if I was to just have 10 grand, I was going to give you each 10 grand. You could, you could spend it on whatever you want, but it had to be like music related, like a gear related. What would you probably, what do you think you'd spend it on? I, I have a feeling he's going to tell me mics, but what would, what about you, Dan? What I'm, would you- I'm pretty fucking good on mics right now. <laughs> uh, 10 grand. I'm at this point, I'm probably looking for a board of some sort. I like, Ooh, I like right. to, uh, I've got, I've got a pretty big board. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Um, but I'd, I'd like to get a nice 24 channel. Nice. I love when console. people want studio shit. I'm like, fuck yeah. That's my, that's my jam. <laughs> well, how about you, man? So if, are we talking about just for me? Cause it would probably be a uh, sure SM 58 and then like $9,900 left over for the fucking weed club or what? I don't know. Um, hey, if you buy weed for the band, I'll let that, I'll, I'll let that slide. No, That's cool. Um, yeah. You know, it is that thing of, um, I think that we have like, if we had all the money to get the gear that we want, mm-hmm. we could have all that fun. I would go like, let's, uh, let's get a legit studio that has like a recording spot in it. And $10,000 might not pay for all of that, but like, that's where I would love to have like a, a super cool studio that was like live capable and recording capable. Definitely. So you guys have like a jam space. You don't do it in like a garage or anything like that. Like you have like a rented studio space. I will tell you the formation and first probably like, Four years of this band, we were in our drummer's parents' garage. He lived there too, but his parents were there. That's and always I'm fun. Like thirty-eight, <laughs> going to a fucking homie's house, playing in the east side. Uh, but no, we've we've had a room uh, it's at Playback Studios off Tenth and Tully area. Oh, okay, uh, right, I've been there. right by the fairgrounds. Nice, um, right by Strike Brewing. Yeah, Strike Brewing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been there for a number of years now. That's great. Uh, yeah, it's a great spot, and he's doing little shows out of there, DIY, not just, like, it's a punk rock vibe, but it's not punk rock bands. Yeah, yeah. Necessarily, they have it's them, like but, a, Sometimes yeah. it's, like, every kind of thing yeah. you could imagine. It's total, like, pretty cool. Yeah, he's got a little thing going on. He's building a little community out there with that, but it's cool. And he's got jam rooms, so we've been there for a long, long time now. So is that where you guys like to record as well as, like, practice? Yeah, so yeah. we just got to get the timing right. I see. Because uh, it is a practice studio. So definitely there's been a few times where we go with the intention of recording, but it's on the night when everybody's there to do like heavy metal thunder. So <laughs> we're like, well, <laughs> guess we're not I guess we'll just vocals. jam the night and we'll come back. <laughs> hey, Dan, I just got to let you know, total side note, but like me and the chat have total beard envy right now. So yeah, the beard is, uh, is like top notch, bro. Thank you. <laughs> My my hair just went retreat. Yeah, dude, that's right, I, I'm right feeling down. I'm feeling it, dude. Like I my my hair migrated a few years down south for the winter and just like stayed there. <laughs> so, it seems like it grows so fast too. That's what's dude. crazy is like when he cuts it off. Yeah. It feels like it can get back to that length really quickly. It took me literally forty years <laughs> to be able to grow a beard like this, but yeah. <laughs> this guy he's like July first, twenty twenty one. I was clean shaven. No kidding. Yes. See, I didn't even start <laughs> shaving till I was like twenty six. 
Like I was such a late bloomer. Like puberty like started <laughs> and then just went on pause until my mid twenties. So anyways, I'm gonna go ahead and play another song. I'm picking another song here. I'm, I'm picking Carmella. Uh can you give this song an introduction? Carmella. Carmella, this is an instrumental track. This is original. It's not super long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was one of the first tracks Demos and I put together, and it, it carried through because we never really tracked it all the way. Okay. Um, and it carried through all the way to this. They're, they're, the flow of the songs that you were that you are choosing from are on two different discs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there is a it's kind of a spacer kind of thing. So uh but yeah i I do like this song it's a fun one well this is carmella with drawing heaven stay tuned and we're going to ask them more questions when we get back
that was Carmella by Drawing Heaven. So Carmella, that's a that's a lovely name. Was that was that song inspired by anybody specific or not? So the, I don't actually know if there's a story. Dan will tell his fun story about it. But when I joined the band, all the song names were um, Hispanic Latin, women names. Latina. That's names. cool. Yeah. So they all had different names. Um, so if if you go and if you were on like our Bandcamp or anything like that, we'll have older tracks um, that are from the the earlier days, and it'll be these same songs. It's just they're, they're gonna it's be like Juanita or something, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but once I added lyrics to them, then the songs got retitled. The only one there's actually two, I believe, that Deluxe and Shoeless are the only ones that were still named what they were. Okay. Um, maybe not deluxe, but I think so. No, deluxe had a different name too. Okay. So shoeless though. Shoeless. Shoeless was, was shoeless. Yeah. Cool. So I was trying to rewrite history. There's no real rhyme or reason. <laughs> Josh, the original bass player was just like, because that's how he is. <laughs> that was a, that was a really I know how good bass players can be. I think that's a, a perfect <laughs> impression of Josh, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he just, let's name them Latina names. <laughs> I was like, all right, bro, I'm in. And then that happened. That's cool. Hey, it makes it makes it a little bit easier, though. It's so, just like, um, hey, let's just go our, down the... Our drummer, Dimas. Oh, I want to say hi to Dimas, our drummer, and Ben, <laughs> our bass player, hi. Um, who could not join us tonight, but... Uh, they're here with us in spirit. <laughs> they oh, sound yeah. like they died. Um, <laughs> rest in peace, fellas. Um, I don't know but, how to do uh, this. But. Yeah, like the joke of it used to be that Dan was the only white guy in the band. And then now Demos is stuck in a band with a bunch of white guys. So <laughs> we've flipped the script on yeah. him. Right on. Well, you had mentioned Shoeless earlier. I'm going to go ahead and play that real quick. Uh, if you're liking this music, make sure that you follow Drawing Heaven on the socials and check out their band camp where you can buy this shit yourself.
Hopeless by Drawing Heaven. If you're just tuning in, there are in-studio guests tonight. If you've been tuned in, I love you. You know what's up. Thanks for checking us out, Drake2112. Yeah, thanks for everybody. Dude, if you aren't listening live, the best way to do it, you you could go to echoplexmedia.com or eplex.xyz if you just need the audio. Like Maybe you're at work and you, you got your headphones. Go to eplex.xyz. That way you're not going to look like you're on your phone. You're just listening to shit. But if you go to the Twitch stream, that's the best way to interact with the show. Just like Drake's doing. Giving, giving Dan compliments about his beard and his music. Flattery will get it's you everywhere. Beard. It will. <laughs> Especially <laughs> on Echoplex Media. Uh, dude, that was, that was, I like that song a lot. And it's, it, it really does show the fact that you guys do have like a pretty wide range of the, the I guess the style of rock that you cover. It's not like you're any one specific style of rock music, but you you cover a lot of ground Which in that rock cool. arena. It, it helps us yeah. in a lot of scenarios. It also makes it hard sometimes because you know somebody will go like, "What kind of music do you play?" We go like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> most rock. music. Rock. I don't know. Just listen to it. <laughs> it's like you'll you'll probably like it. I hope. I don't know." I don't know, but we're going to be really <laughs> fucking loud when yep. we show up to your venue. So yeah, <laughs> wherever you're at, that was one of the things that he was mentioning before about the recording process is that like, um, we try really hard to like really bring it at the live shows Yeah, and it's like they're, these guys play fucking loud, man. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they put up like a wall of sound. And so, um, like I'm in it too, but they're really like doing their thing. And it was kind of like, uh, anytime we had heard a recording of it, while it might be a magnificent recording of the session, it didn't really translate what you feel when you are at a show and you see it and you feel it. And I was saying like, I used to be a fan and mm-hmm. would go and see it. And it was this like powerful thing. And our drummer, like he is all passion behind that thing and he like beats his hands bloody all the time because he's just like going crazy on the drums and uh that was what we wanted to try to capture with the new stuff is like so you could feel it too i see that's great well uh damn (laughs) volume is important (laughs) we like to be loud yes has there ever been has there ever been like a show that you played that you maybe like weren't expecting the audience to be receptive and ended up, you know, per- getting past your expectations? Or for sure, this last Rich show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we were playing with a Lincoln Park tribute band, mm-hmm. right? So, like, to the full extent where they were like, you know, the two singers like kind of had the look. They had, Dude, they like, were dead on, man. Yeah, you close no, your I mean, fucking like, eyes, and that's some of those not, tribute bands apart. really they, take they that shit like, seriously. They sold it, Very dude, serious, for real, and, and it they, was like yeah, they sold it, you know, 100%. like um, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, and so while I wouldn't go so far as to say that I was worried if they were gonna like us or not, you know, um, it was kind of like we are definitely not lincoln park we don't have like you know um i might do a vocal style that is in a similar range of the guy from the thing but i don't think we sound anything like that so if 
you were kind of dead set on your sound being Linkin Park, then, mm -hmm. you know, there was potential for it to not be to our... How did that okay. show come about? Like, did, did was they that band us, the one that reached out to people there? They, they asked us. Cool. We had no we, business being on that show. Yeah. I mean, it was one of those things where it was totally out of the blue. We have to, I'll just say thanks to the Ritz again for like just hitting us up because um, we had just played the caravan with a Wuppel mm -hmm. and had a cool show and it was a lot of fun. Um, and that was our first show back in like two years. So we had a really good time being out there and, it was also like a wake up call to, to all of us. We're like, Oh yeah, that's what it was like to play a show. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so, um, dude, that yeah. shit was rough, like, man. My back was your battery, up. you know, like it yeah, really, yeah, yeah there was that the, side of it, but the, uh, there was total split. Mm -hmm. My so, body was, yeah. what the fuck did you just do? And my soul was like, yeah, you know, we were so <laughs> ready to do it, but also like, uh, so I had gotten COVID back, back in the other time, mm -hmm. um, and I got it pretty bad. Um, and it's like I'm still, I'm still not totally back 100 percent from it. It's it took its toll on me inside. Yeah. Um. So it was that thing of we had a a little bit of downtime where I just couldn't do anything at all. And then when I came back, I felt the, you know, like I'm a singer. It's all in my lungs of all the stuff that I do. So that one, like it was weird um but we had worked really hard in the weeks going up to the caravan show and then when we played i was like i'm dying i am dying <laughs> this is my last night for real this is not an um, exaggeration but, uh, <laughs> no so um but that was cool it like realized you know it it woke me up on that one so um but then when we played the ritz it was like we were we were ready we were <laughs> mentally and physically and emotionally ready to go and it was a good night it was a lot of fun um everybody responded really well um had a lot of like interaction everybody came up to the front without like <laughs> very much resistance um, <laughs> dude, that's awesome <laughs> yeah so it was pretty good it was pretty good dude that's really cool well i do if we're getting close to 10 30 and i do got to cut this show for the podcast but we're gonna keep going with the interview so if you i'm talking to you listener viewer whatever if you donate to our patreon at patreon.com slash echoplex media i believe is it echoplex media or echoplex slash echoplex yes patreon.com slash echoplex you could donate one dollar a month you could donate five dollars a month you could donate a thousand dollars a month if you're one of those Bay Area tech assholes fucking do it you don't need that money for less um, than a price you of a can cup get of the rest yeah for less than a <laughs> cup of coffee you can get the rest of this interview because it's going to keep going these guys have been fucking great and I'm going to ask them more questions but we're going to probably cut the podcast off after this next song so if you're listening live you're the real winner and if you're a Patreon member you can be a winner too this has been Local Love, and we do this show every Tuesday night from 9 till about 10.30 and beyond. Um, I'm going to go ahead. What, what song should I play? I'm gonna gonna do, let's do About Face. About Face? On, so 98% of shows where you will see us live, you will see this song at the end. Doesn't always happen. Usually. But though. it mostly happens. And if you see us live... So learn, playing this song. Learn this song. There's a clap so, part for you to do. Yeah. And we want Ooh. you to do the clap part. 
We love that. Yes. Just learn all the songs. And <laughs> just learn them. Just Where's the best place for everybody to find you other than socials? Us. Like, where do you prefer? Like, would you prefer people go to your uh, your uh, your Spotify? Like, do you prefer? Uh, we definitely have uh, our Spotify could could use some love for sure. <laughs> um, that's where people listen to it mostly. But we're still definitely trying to reach our audience on Spotify. So mm-hmm. if you guys want to help us out with that, that would be great. Same thing with YouTube. Um, oh, nice. We don't have tons of stuff, but we're getting there. Um, we're putting some stuff up now. We have new songs that are on the horizon, so we're definitely going to be putting stuff up there. So like, uh, like and subscribe, hit the bell, all Hell that yeah. stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we definitely, you know, we do a lot of our stuff off Instagram and Facebook. Um, so we are most active on that. Um, but yeah, man, just help us out. Let's do it. Definitely. Well, this has been Local Love with Drawing Heaven. If you're listening live, then stay tuned because this is going to keep going. If you're listening to the podcast, thanks a lot. But try listening live sometime or at least donating to the Patreon so you can get this full interview in your email. Mm-hmm. This is About Face. We'll be right back for some Meat of Meatcakes knows what's up. <laughs> what's up, Meatcakes? Yeah, this is About Face and... uh Goodbye to the rest of you. See you next Tuesday. But not on with you.
If you like what we're doing at Echoplex and aren't into Twitch, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Echoplex. For $5, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3. Even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Echoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at echoplexmedia.com slash support.